world and kind of take control over what's going on with the health, mental, spiritual, and the whole nine. All right, Doc. Talk to you later. Beautiful. Okay. Take care. All right, have a good Peace. All right, y'all. That was uh, Doc talking about breathing. Uh, that was that was good. Yeah. We sometimes we take breathing for granted. I, I think a lot of people that don't wear the mask take it for granted. No, that, that's why they don't want to wear the mask. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that <laughs> mask. We're gonna, <laughs> Dr. Hines, are you on the line now, <laughs> Dr. Hines? Hello, hello. How you doing? Hey, Doc. How's it going? Look, I know. Doc, I'm great. Hey, how are y'all doing this week? Doing we're doing well. great. We have a few. We, we having some technical <laughs> difficulties in case that we go out. They doing something to the cables out there. But, That's quite all right. If we get disconnected, I'll I'll call back in. Okay, so look before you get before you start, I just want to tell people I listened to your show today. It was okay, a very thank good you. Show so so there's there's an inside joke that I'm gonna see if she's gonna catch this. <laughs> she has three tips. She could tip to the car. Okay. She could tip back in the house, <laughs> and she could turn a tip on the dance floor. She feels like oh. it. So she, and I'm gonna let you tell. I'm gonna let her tell y'all what that was all about. And by the way, she ran track. She's doing a whole bunch. of Listen, don't y'all let that. That uh, that the scope and that white jacket fool you because <laughs> you need to listen to this radio show. I said, now listen to her. She's going to tell you about these stilettos. So go ahead on, Doc. How you doing? I'm great. How about you, Alvin? <laughs> doing good. Oh, Doc, by the way, Wednesday the yeah. new studio opens up, so I'll call you after we get out there. So the stu- studio, we have the uh, grand, Perfect. some kind of grand opening, some of the sort, just kind of a tour. But tell us about these stilettos okay. and let, let them hear about that fun side. So, okay. So you know what? So Alvin <laughs> is messy. Let me just go on and tell y'all that, first of all. So today on Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, we had Dr. Tamara Johnson, who is the doctor of physical therapy and the owner of Sports Pro Physical Therapy and Aquatic Center located with three locations in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And we talked about joint health. And one of the tips when we were talking about um, getting started with an exercise routine, one of the tips that she shared was about proper footwear. So she mentioned that um, because she and I used to run track together in high school, you know, when we were running from the dinosaurs and that kind of thing (laughs) years years ago. Um, And so she says that, you know, she does not run anymore. I'm still trying to keep keep hope alive with that. But anyway, um, but she is an avid walker for fitness. And she explained that there's a difference in the type of shoe and the type of support that a foot needs mm-hmm. for those two different activities, which I don't know if a lot of people know that. I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that till I heard your show today. Yeah. Wow. And so, um, you know, she also mentioned about going, if you are going to walk or run, um, visiting a specialty store so that the professionals there can watch how you walk and how your foot hits the ground, and they can make recommendations for you based upon how your foot hits the ground because not all shoes are created equal. And so I mentioned to her, um, you know, of course, when we talk about shoes, um, she also mentioned about um, ankle injuries and such things because of an improper gait um, or how you walk if your foot isn't properly supported. And so I mentioned to her, I was like, you know, I love stilettos, but I don't walk in them as gracefully as I do in my tennis shoes. Really? Um, and so, and she, and she mentioned that she um, doesn't wear them at all. She can't wear them at all. And I was like, well, let me just be honest here, full transparency, that I call my stilettos my two tip shoes. <laughs> so I can tip from the car to wherever I'm going to sit down. And then I can tip from wherever I sit down back to the car. And there may be a bonus tip 
one time on the dance floor, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. I'm I'm wearing them for the outfit. Why is that? Why why is that? Most of the time, so I'm 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 going to tell on on. Well, I'm going to tell on myself, and maybe I'm telling on a lot of the ladies that may be listening, okay. that we will buy a shoe that's cute and a shoe that goes with the outfit, but that shoe may not be the most comfortable shoe to stand and walk in. Okay. Oh. Okay. So, you know, we all have seen women, and they either have just decided that I'm just taking these shoes off and I'm walking barefoot. Right. Yeah. You know, you've seen those at, at yeah. functions. You know, because we want to look cute. Right. You know, we want to we want to have our look put together. Right. <laughs> um, but but the shoes don't always last for the duration of the event, unfortunately. <laughs> so, Doc, do you so look sexy while you're doing it? When you're tipping, you say, <laughs> huh? you, you know, I, I don't think so. Because I, 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 I know how I feel when I'm walking in the stiletto. Mm-hmm. Because in my mind, I, I feel like, yeah, you are working it. <laughs> but then, you know, sometimes those ankles get a little wobbly, and I'm like, you look crazy, I bet, you know. <laughs> but we just gonna, we just gonna, we're just gonna go with it. All right. All right. So, so that is that is the two tip. So that's the one tip of the two tips. There we go. So talking about joint health today, um, you know, again, one of the things that uh, Dr. Johnson mentioned. Um, that if you are starting an exercise regimen, um, it's just to kind of start where you are. So mm-hmm. if your goal is to is to eventually run, don't start off running. Mm-hmm. Start where you are. So start off walking. You know, like the saying goes, you have to crawl before you walk, walk before you run. And that is actually true in actual running as well, um, particularly if you are an older person. Now, we're not talking about these children that are just out here you know, doing all with all of their exuberance and energy and such. Right. Um, but if you are an older person and you're starting an exercise routine, um, you know, you want to make sure that you are careful. You want to have the proper footwear. Um, you want to start slow and work up um, to avoid injury. Mm-hmm. What I learned today is that you can actually have a preventative visit with a physical therapist to analyze joints, any problem areas. They can teach you how to stretch properly to prevent injury if you're deciding to become active. Um, and that um, most insurances will pay for this visit. Yeah, I heard her say that today. I was kind of, I was like, wow. So you get a little... I had, I had no idea because I always associated physical therapy with rehab, you know, rehabbing from an injury. Right. Um, you know, and that's when I have had use of physical therapy. But now that I know I can just go and, and get a checkup like with my G, with my GP and, you know, mm-hmm. how you get your dental work done mm-hmm. and your lady visits, you know, yearly, I'm going to start checking in with a physical therapist as well. Yeah. Use the whole use the full benefit pack. Why not? You know, so, again, you know, check with your insurance coverage to see, um, you know, what is required of that visit, because. Some insurances and in some states, you don't need a doctor's prescription to go for that physical therapy visit. And in some states and with some insurances, you do. So you want to make sure that you know what your coverage is um, for that visit before you have the visit and get hit with a bill because your insurance didn't cover it. Right. Let me, um, let me ask you something yeah. else. Because I, I, so sure. I, I, I listen to your show, so I have I have questions. I don't want to think about you so your, all your things. Yeah. But 
Uh, I heard you say today, if I, I want to make sure I got that right, that there's over 300 bones in the adult human body. Is, there, is that right? So 206 bones Okay. and between 250 and 350 joints. Right. Okay. That's a lot of joints. That is. And then of those, the components of the joint, there are about six or seven components. And so where you have various injury and illness can affect a very, very small portion of the joint and have a ripple effect on the joint as a whole. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I use the example we, for those that follow football, we talk about ACL injuries and the L in that stands for ligament. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, someone may have an ACL tear. Um, you know, I'm sure people have heard that um, if you watch football and, you know, a player gets injured and then you get the report about that injury. Um, you know, that's a common one, particularly for our running backs who are changing direction mm-hmm. and forcing that knee to change direction and pivot in ways um, that sometimes can lead to injury. Mm. And so, yeah, and so, you know, it, it becomes a challenge for my orthopedic colleagues to figure out and drill down um, with that joint, where is it injured? And how do we rehab it? Is that a surgical fix? Mm-hmm. Or in the case of the professional athlete, is that a career-ending injury? And in some cases, you know, it can be. Now, the other thing I heard you also say that I, your, your guest say was about therapy, how therapy is really good for you over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so Dr. Johnson, um, you know, as I said, she is a or was at one time a world-class athlete. So um, she was a sprinter and um, still holds records at her college for 100-meter dash, 55-meter dash, and relay team. Mm -hmm. Um, She played basketball, did long jump. And so she mentioned, she's like, you know, people always ask me, do my knees hurt from doing that for so many years and Mm -hmm. doing it at that high level? And she says, no, she doesn't have any knee pain. No ankle pain, none of that, because she has taken good care of her joints over the years. Right. So she, it is her belief, and I, I subscribe to this, that just because you are getting older, you can have degeneration of the joint or wear and tear because we are using our joints every day. Mm-hmm. But that degeneration does not have to equate with pain. Right. And I, I like the fact that I, I learned so much on your show today, but I like the fact that she, she uh, the way when you all were talking, it made me feel better about not always having the need to run, run all the time because you can walk and still get the same. Some good sure. Benefits as well. You can you can walk for fitness. Um, you know, that is there, there are people like, for example, in the Olympics, the people that do the race walking mm-hmm. who walk faster than a lot of people can run. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Walking, walking is a very easy, it's an awesome exercise right. because you get the cardiovascular benefit. You also get the bone and joint health benefit without the pounding that running places on a joint. Okay. Because when you are running, every time you step down, your full weight is coming down on those weight-bearing joints, notably your back, hips, knees, and ankles. And so if you have, you know, if you are prone to injury, if you are new to it and have not properly stretched or have some underlying degeneration that you don't know about, 
you can really injure yourself. Mm -hmm. um, another thing that, that Dr. Johnson brought up that was awesome was about aquatic therapy. Yeah, I want to talk about, uh, yeah. I'm yeah. yeah so, so with aquatic therapy, you can get more resistance than you can on the ground because it's harder to move through water. Mm -hmm. okay. So you get a better workout with less resistance because when you're in the water, you do have some buoyancy. Mm -hmm. um, so you can really, really get a good workout and a good stretch and a good range of motion um, and good, good physical therapy in the water that, that will benefit you a little bit more and hurt less than doing it on land. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. I, the other thing that you all said, that, you know, I won't, I won't hold you any long because I know your time is almost up. Uh, that you talked about stretching mm -hmm. and how good that is for you. She said that uh, she's healed a lot of her patients. She's helped their healing process with, with just stretching. Right. Yeah. That was, that so, was... you know, and, and stretching in the proper way. Mm -hmm. okay. And, you know, a lot of the time, so back when, when I was a high school athlete, we would stretch before we warmed up because that was the knowledge base that we had. And so what we know now is that stretching when you're cold is not a good thing to do because that can increase your risk for injury. Mm. So you should always warm up a little bit. So walk a little ways, uh, jog a little ways, whatever it is that you're going to do, and then stop and stretch once your muscles and joints are warm. Mm -hmm. you can. That's a more proper stretch and decreases the risk of injury. Okay. So, yeah, she is going to share some resources with me about proper ways to stretch because, of course, if you don't do it correctly, you can injure yourself also. Right. Um, so she's going to share with that. I'm going to post that onto um, the Facebook page um, so that way people have a reputable place where they can come and access that information and get themselves on the road to a healthier life and a healthier lifestyle. Well, Doc, next Sounds week, uh, uh, when your show airs, uh, I, and it was just my fault, I forgot to uh, send them the, the login information. Your show will be live and stream on Old Fashioned Health as well. On the, awesome. Yeah, Old Fashioned Health Network on the Facebook. But I forgot to, I was supposed good to send stuff. that password in on your last show, but I got caught up, but I still listen to the show. Your show is really, really good. So please tell the people, what day the show you so come much. on, your website, and all that. So tell them. So the show is Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa. I am your host, Dr. Carissa. We air every Thursday on Real 1100 AM, streaming at real1100.com. And the show starts at 11 AM Eastern Standard Time. Nice. We'd love to have you listen. All right. Doc, thank you so very much. Keep keep up the thank good work. You. You're doing such an Thanks amazing much. job. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Thank you, Doc. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great week. You too. All have right, a have a good one. Be safe. Be blessed. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, Dr. Hines. She has a very good show. Dr. Sewell is trying to call through, but she said she can't get through on the line or something. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, she, she just sent me a message and she couldn't get in. So we're going to uh, take a little break and uh, okay. we're going to listen to your song first and my song. Your song. I haven't given her my song yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, all that? You had a whole notebook of paper of songs with them. Oh, I'll stay rich. Yeah, all right. All right, y'all. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and start with my, uh, we're going to uh, come back. We're going to try to get Dr. Sewell in on the line. Uh, we, but we've been having technical problems with our line, with our phone lines and stuff today anyway. So, uh, yeah. All right. We'll be right back. This is Alvin. And Edmund. Oh 
see I haven't been the same Since that cold November day We said we needed space But all we found was an empty place And the only things I learned Is that I need you desperately So here I am And can you please tell Favorite all-time female artist, one of my favorite, one of one of many. Don't do it. Oh, Edmund, you didn't even listen. We played Edmund claims he loved Whitney Houston so much, but he didn't even recognize the song after about twenty bars. I'm like, really? The intro threw me for a loop, but don't even don't don't. We finna bring Dr. Sewell in on this because she's gonna talk about dependency dependencies today. Okay, Doc, are you on the line? I I am. What's up, Doc? How are you doing today? All right. How are you gentlemen doing? Doing we doing well, good, doing. Doc. We're doing good. So, we, yeah. you have a, a topic you want to talk about dependencies today. This is I wanted to talk about codependency and codependent um, relationships, but um, I know we're going to have to go to commercial breaks, and so I, I wanted to uh, speak on something very quickly, if okay. it's okay. Yeah, let's do it. a little bit off topic. No, no, go ahead on. Um, 
so you know we're you know we're looking at um you know the schools right now what we're going to mm-hmm. do for schools people are talking about hybrid models you know go two weeks i mean two days on you know online the other three days in school or vice versa and, and you have options you know all of these things are floating around what i do want to say is this as a community and i know we cannot do this at the spur of the moment but as a community we're going to have to come together we are we really need an agenda mm-hmm. as a community of color because what i want people to think about is this and really it's not just people of color it's low-income people as, as well just low income across the board. Uh, many of many kids are probably going to have to go to school online. So we're not we're not just talking about meals mm-hmm. that these children are not going to be able to get. And keep in mind, nutrition also plays into thought process. Not just because if you don't have your physiological need and you're and you're worried about where your next meal is going to come from, you're concerned about that and can't focus on your schoolwork, but also you can't focus because you're not getting that nutrition. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and, and, it's, and not even it's not just about your stomach grumbling, but also about you not being able to get that nutrition, which feeds the brain, which is an important muscle. But also we have children, we're going to have kids who do not, their parents are going to have to go back to work. Somebody's going to need to, to watch them when they're, when they're doing online. We have kids who are not going to be able to afford those computers that they need because all school systems are not going to be able to provide them. And then we have parents who want to do well by their children, but you know what? They don't have that skill set to teach their kids the information that's coming across online. Mm -hmm. And so as a community, we're going to have to come together in some type of way to help these children out. I agree. We're going to have to, we're going to have to, and when I say we need a social agenda, it just can't be about the people who are screaming the loudest about what's going on now. There are a lot of things going on behind the scenes in our community that we're not really addressing appropriately. And and until we do that, it's going to be problematic. We have to, we have to look out, out for ourselves, yes, but elderly and children we have to look out for, and the children are definitely the future and with everything that's going on again we're going to have to find a way to come together as a community so that's all i wanted to say about that but I, and thank you for that yeah um for some reason i don't know why as the, as the adults are not taking the kids are the more important thing the kids and the scenes are the more important things in most situations that we that we challenge or struggling with first but for some reason we just they uh the the political people political tone and then other adults seem to be so stuck on other stuff they forgetting about the least right. and the loss you know and that's, right. a, that's a big problem but I'm telling you I was coming I went down Peachtree Street the other day Saturday morning at about 7 o'clock no I'm sorry um, Monday morning at about 8 730 it was almost like a it wasn't a ghost town, but there was mm-hmm. an, an exorbitant amount of homeless people walking up and down Peachtree Street. Oh, absolutely. That I, but not as many as I've seen now. It seemed to be more now than it has been in the past. I, I totally agree, and, I, and I'm, I'm seeing like, that as well. I was like, Absolutely. When I come into town, you know, I generally stay at a hotel in Buckhead, and I go jogging in the morning, and it is more homeless people out there than I have ever Mm-hmm. And all the years that I have lived in Atlanta or come over to the, it is more. And I don't know if they've been pushed down and, and going going past that Grady curve. Mm-hmm. It's it's like Tent City up under there. Yes, yeah. it's like Tent City yes. up under there. Yeah. Yes. And, and it's very it's very it's very sad. So there are a number of people that are falling 
by by the wayside. And if we do not take control of what's going on with the younger individuals as well as with you know the elderly, but definitely the younger individuals, they may end up in the same in the same position at a much younger age. Yeah, you know, and with, various reasons. And with the mm-hmm. way things are going right now, I've said before, and I'm serious about it. it Look like we're about to turn into a third world country. It like there's it, it's it's this it's the city. Uh, of 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 new and looking good is getting smaller, and the city of desperation and struggle is getting larger. Mm. You know, I agree. You have pockets of things that look okay, mm-hmm. but they are struggling themselves. Because just imagine you having a big, uh, you have a, a, a your business is doing really really well. You in in the upper area of the city, living well, but you can't live well if people downstairs under you are not living well because you can't even maintain your sense of people keeping. People thrive off of, they grow based on people pushing them. Yeah. And if you don't have nobody right. to push your growth, you, you're struggling too. You That's just got right. a lot of money sitting there that you just as depressing to people that don't have any. Yep. So it's, it's I, I, I agree. I agree. And then what are you doing to get your money too? Yeah. Because so, yeah. you, you have to look at yourself in, in the mirror. So what are you doing to get your money? And I'm not talking about, um, I'm not talking about selling any body parts. I'm not talking about selling people out. <laughs> what I am talking about though is selling yourself out. Yeah, and then and at, so what are you doing to get your money? But even even at that, even if it's not what are you doing to get your money, when you get your money, what can you do with it if if everything is depressed and struggling? So it's like, I, it's it's like it, the whole, if you look downstairs and there's like a million homeless people and struggling people downstairs. You sitting in the top uh, on the top floor, you can't enjoy. Where you gonna go? Who gonna see no you? Yeah. For for you, you can't enjoy your money for others. Seeing with me studying behaviors, and this is what I see a lot of going on, just period. And I feel like people of color have picked up behaviors of other individuals, and I'll just as politically correct as I can speak say on that. It. Go on and speak um, on it. <laughs> but but in in saying that, you who's to say you're looking at it from a community standpoint and from a communalism standpoint? We have grown into a country. Yeah. Okay. This is my opinion. This is Donna's opinion Donna, of hold individualism. On, hold, hold on. Okay. Say that before we're going to go to the break, and then we'll let you and Edmund finish this. We've grown day. into a country of individualism, not communalism. Right. And our community has done that. All right. Mm-hmm. Here we go. You are tuned into WWE Peakville. AM 1100. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. All right. Now, Doc, you were saying, oh, you know, we're not going to get into that. I'm going to let you go on to your topic because we don't want to run into Okay. So let's, let's so, go to your topic. I'm going to have to make the topic really quick because I don't have but a few minutes. But okay. thank you for allowing me to um, uh, state that. That was just something that was just in my spirit that I feel like was of necessity to, to say. And the so anyway, hear that. Thank you for that again. Yes, sir. So we're so we're looking at codependency. So we know of a lot of people who are in a codependent relationship. So to break it down, what that really means, and I I pull the definition because you know I always like to have a context from from what I am working working from. So when we look at medical news today, they, what they call a codependent relationship is when one partner needs the other partner, who in turn needs to be needed. So this goes beyond clinginess, okay? It goes beyond clinginess. So generally what this means is the person who is codependent gives their self-esteem and self-worth from only sacrificing themselves for their partner who is only too glad to receive their sacrifices. 
So here's here's an example of that that I will give to you. You see a lot of codependency with people who have um, with people who are taking care of individuals who are addicts and people who suffer from mental illness and things of that nature. So an example would be this. If I have a significant other, let's say I have a, it doesn't matter if it's, I'll say a significant other because it could be a child, uh, it could be a husband, it could be anybody. So, and, and, and this man is suffering from, uh, you know, he's actively abusing substances. So not only do I enable him, so when he comes in and asks for money, I know what he's using the money for. Not only do I enable him and give the money to him, but also I get into the habit of cleaning up his messes. So he goes in. So so let's say he gets locked up and he had he ends up with a DUI, but he's still working. I'm trying to cover for him for his job, so he doesn't lose his job. You understand what I'm saying? And then when he and then when he so not only is that enabling, but then. When he comes back, I feel like he needs me. So then you, Alvin, try to talk to me and say, Donna, don't you see what's, don't you see what's going, going on here? Um, this, this guy's not going to get better unless you let him kind of fall on his butt. Mm-hmm. You're not, he, he's, not, he's not going to get better. And the first thing out of my mouth is, is I say, no, you don't understand. <laughs> that, see, that's that terminal uniqueness that I'll talk about at a, on another segment. What is it no, called? you what? don't understand. I call it terminal uniqueness. That's okay. what they used to call it when I was working with addicts. Terminal, terminal uniqueness. Don't so nobody understand me. That keeps you. That keeps you in your foolishness. Don't nobody understand. <laughs> nobody understands me. So, so wait a minute, Doc. Wait so a minute. You, wait a minute, Doc. Wait a minute. Yes. Did yes. We, we went on break when we before we first came on the show. We had Doctor Seward. Did Donna come come on the second half after yes, the break? Yes, she did. Okay, so well, go she, ahead. So on. it's bouncing. It's go going. Ahead. It's vacillating. Vacillating. Go, go ahead. Anyway. Go ahead. On. So so. So what happens is I say to you, uh, Alvin, hey, listen, you know, you don't, you know, you don't understand what's going on. This, this person really needs me. This is what's going on. So then when he comes in the house, when my significant other comes in the house, I'm almost sitting on top of him saying, babe, what do you need? Do you need for me to do anything? My self-worth is coming from taking care of this person and feeling like I need to be needed by him. So here's what happens. Then when this individual when, when my significant other decides, you know what, I am going to clean up what's going on. Let me go into residential treatment. Or let me go wherever I need to go to get cleaner. Let me try to stop cold turkey. Instead of me trying to assist him with trying to get clean or maintaining his sobriety, I start feeling uncomfortable because, you know what, at that point, I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know where I fit in, and I don't know where the, where, where, where the piece is, where, the, where my piece of the puzzle is. So to a certain degree, I kind of stonewall. I don't necessarily put alcohol or drugs or anything in front of him, but I kind of try to stonewall the progress because it's imperative that I feel needed. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way I know how to feel needed because one of the ways a person who's codependent feels needed is to sacrifice. It's all about self-sacrificing. Wow. Look, at, look at what I'm doing. Look at what's going on. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be a situation where I'm dealing with someone who's addicted to drugs or alcohol that a person is codependent. But you do see this in various relationships. I'm sure you guys have been around individuals where you've seen that relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the thing. Both, generally, it, it's both parties. If you see a codependent relationship, it's like a, it's like a vicious cycle. One person needs, one person wants to take all of your sacrifices because that makes him or her feel loved, and the other person wants to sacrifice everything for you because that makes them have some type of self-worth and self-esteem, which basically ties into this. It ties into both individuals having um, low self-esteem, and in many instances, their self-worth 
is limited. And it comes from a lot of times things that have happened in a childhood, like it may be situations where a person felt abandoned in the child in their childhood, or they never really got that positive um, emotional support. You know, it was always negative, so it made them feel less than, so I'm going to overdo and do everything to make sure that you love me and that you care about me or that's the way I think things need to go. So that's, that's, um, that's what we're looking at when we talk about codependency. Now, there are, um, uh, there are various symptoms or not symptomatology, but I will say if you see these things going on in your relationship, you may possibly be in a codependent relationship, and I pull this from everydayhealth.com. If you have difficulty making decisions in a relationship, like you always have to consult with the other person, not just because that's the way it's set up, like, hey, we have to make a, a, you know, we have to make a decision together as a couple just because I don't know, what do you want? Mm. That kind of thing. So difficulty identifying your feelings. You can't identify your feelings because your feelings are dependent upon his feelings. I don't know how do you feel or depending up, dependent upon her feelings. And, again, it doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic relationship. It can just be a friendship. Um, you have difficulty communicating in a relationship. You value the approval of the other person more than you value yourself. You lack trust in yourself and having poor self-esteem. You have fears of abandonment or an obsessive need for approval from your, from your partner. Um, you have an unhealthy dependence on relationships and even at your own cost or even at the cost of your self-esteem or your self-worth or your behavior or whatever is going on. So those are some ways that or the, those are some identifiers that, that may show that or indicators that may identify whether or not you are in a codependent relationship. And with everything, the best way to kind of look at your level of codependency is to first identify the problem. If you determine that you're not happy in any relationship that you're in and you're always talking about, why do people leave me? Why is this going on? Why is that going on? Then, as I always say, go back and look at when these things first start happening. Is it that you feel most important when you're in a relationship? If you're 50 years old and you've never not been in a, rela you've never not been in a relationship, that's problematic. Now, it's one thing if you marry somebody out of high school, you do whatever, and you say, I've been with this person 20-something years. But I think all of us know somebody that they might be in a relationship four or five years. They get out of that relationship. They jump straight into another relationship. Move on. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, then, and when you say, hey, have you thought about having time? You know, I know men and women like this. And I'm like, have you ever thought about maybe you need some time to yourself to kind of figure out what you want? And, and, you know, to kind of work on yourself and do, and they look, they're like, no, I'm okay. Yeah, they're looking at, I'm you, okay. like, they're looking at you like something wrong with you. <laughs> right, right. So, so go back and kind of look at, go back and kind of look at those things, you know. Um, once you discover what, what's going on with you or you think you may say, or, or you think, you think, and you may not know it's codependency, but you think, hey, it's something that I need to do differently. I don't know what's going on. That's the time for you to go and speak to a therapist because this is a situation that in many instances you do need to go and speak with a therapist because there's going to be a lot of un unraveling that you have to do mm -hmm. to kind of understand why you are the way you are, and, and that's okay. So that is my short spill on codependency. I hope it helps someone, and, again, I appreciate you guys uh, indulging me at the top of the uh, hour um, <laughs> with my thoughts on what was going on in the Community. Definitely. We always appreciate it. Well, I, t I will tell you, you got some fans, uh, even if they're in Texas. I'm, I'm sure they're listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> they my girls. Like, I'm kind of sure. <laughs>
that leave really... your leave your brother alone. That's, that's, <laughs> right. that's my person. That's my dude. <laughs> Doc, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. All right. All right. All right. You guys have a good day. You, you too. too. You too. All, All right. right. Yeah, I heard that codependency. It's serious. Yeah. And wait until you uh, 100 years old to decide to have a relationship because you kind of love fearful or that you going from old folks that pillow the post <laughs> Not, to what pillow the post from po- <laughs> <laughs> then you just get out of something you might need to take a break <laughs> but you know it, it seems like a lot of times people are, they have another name for that we can't say can we say ho on the radio yeah depending on how you say it how you spell it or how you say it yeah um, you can say ho but i don't think you said I, I don't know but we know oh, what you're talking about uh, like <laughs> like like <laughs> on friday when <laughs> when smoking told they said y'all can't be selling that we finna go break. <laughs> All right, y'all. This is Albert and Edmund on the Old Fashioned Health Show on the Real Eleven Hundred.
Wake up, everybody. We need that song. There's so much going on. Uh, poor and po- uh, war and poverty and all war that kind of poverty. thing. That was, that was a good one. There, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Yeah, we got a lot Lead singer, on. Teddy Pendergrass. Wow. And and what he was speaking on then is happening now. I currently. Mean, very currently. You know, my mother used to say there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. And they always say history repeats itself. So it we, repeats we, itself. So uh, you need to know it. My dad says that as well. We are... Uh, Got me going in circles. Who's saying that? That's, that's got a song. Me going in yeah. In circles. Don't play that. It'll come, it, no, no. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Yeah, I know you're gonna probably use that tomorrow, ain't you? No, man. No, that's your 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 idea. I, I'll have something else. All right. All right, y'all. So um, we got a little music lined up for you all. Uh, that one was uh, courtesy of DJ Nine D. Yeah, he selected that one. That he was a good one, bro. Yeah, was good. Yeah. Thank you for that jersey. I appreciate it. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I had that. one that I wanted to play for Doctor Soul, but. Um, the system is down, yeah, okay. so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll. But back to that jersey. <laughs> yeah, that that's dope. It that's is dope. nice. It'll yeah. look better on me, you know. I'm thinking. Yeah. All right, y'all. This is Alvin and Edmund on the Old Fashioned Health Show. Here we go. Let's roll.
All right, y'all. That was Fate uh, by the one and only Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. And look, y'all, let me just tell y'all something. As soon as that little song, as soon as my song played, I don't even want to call my name, but my co-host just immediately like, oh, let me change my lineup. Let me change my lineup. Oh, no. no I didn't change I know the, the lineup. Song, but the song that you played excited me because I, I, I don't recall actually even. I'm a Shaka fan, but mm-hmm. I, I don't recall ever hearing this They song, mix a lot. They, they mix this with a This is on B-side. No, no. They mix, <laughs> <laughs> they, they mix a lot of music and house music, this particular song. This particular, okay, uh-huh. all right, all right. And if cool. you heard it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I think yeah. I remember this, yeah. Yeah. It's more, yeah, so that's what That's Shaka Khan. I know, right? Yeah. And that's when, okay, I'm not going to when. That's I'm, when they get on stage and just, just sing. That's and when just, Shaka could sing and get through the song. That's when it was. Hold on, wait a minute. Now, she, you trying to say she can't do that no more? When the last time you seen the devil? I haven't seen her perform. That we don't, <laughs> hold on, hold on. We, um, Look, see what, see what I'm talking about? That ain't that right, DJ? That, that's how huh? she be doing. Nah, y'all ain't finna do my girl Shaka she like do that it. on the air. Did you no. see? Her, did you see her at Aretha Franklin's film? I mean, uh, at uh, Aretha Franklin's film? No, I, I didn't. What, what, what was? Hold on. If 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 hold on, no, no, we we finna clear this up on the air right now. We we not we not about Anybody to do this. Anybody that saw the film already know. Already know what? How she was at the film. How she, was she at the funeral? Just like your DJ's doing. But right she's there. at a funeral. In that, my, listen, that, that's not tears. Did you see his act? His I, I see, but when that was her way of possibly mourning. Aretha, you don't. Uh, no, we can't count that one. We can't count that one. You need to go back I'm and look sorry. at. I'm, I'm not going to do it. You. I'm not co-signing on that. Shaka, I don't have anything to do with that. Well, I got. But I, I just want to give a piece, a piece of uh, <laughs> a piece of uh, um, history with that. Did you know that uh, Vesta Williams was mm-hmm. actually background singer for Shaka? I did. Okay, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Shaka is who encouraged Erica Badu to hit them high notes and just scream and holler on it like she does. Gave her the confidence to say, just just take it there. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that. All that right. don't, that don't excuse um, when she gets her Well, let me ask you this. Did you know that uh, Miss Erica Badu is a graduate of guess where? That's Shout out to the, the Graham fam. <laughs> I mean, she can have that. Gremlin. <laughs> I like Erica Badu. Yeah. I really I, I, when she first came out, man, she was so unique and different and different her video. It, it caught me, and she's had me ever since. I love her uniqueness, her style, her... Just who she is and what she does, like, yeah. Okay. That's one of them people you just be like, yeah. Let me let me just call and see what you up to. Right. Don't bring no liquor to the fish fry. <laughs> <laughs> Erica probably don't even drink. I'll start my shock. All right. So uh, let's go to you. We get your song next, right? <laughs> I hope this is my song that I requested. All right. Here we go. No, you don't have it. Hopefully so. We'll All see. Right. All right. <laughs>
All right, y'all, we're back. We uh, back. I promise you, I would not want a different co-host. <laughs> hey, y'all, that was Stevie Wonder. That was really All good. I Do, and that was off the uh, 1980 album, um, Hotter Than July. Hotter Than July, like it is now. <laughs> it is hot. It's hotter than July. But you know what? You still here, bro. You still I am. here. I, I'm not complaining. Go sit under a tree uh, 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 in some AC, uh, drop the top, or whatever you do. Oh, you just answered my question about something. You know I'm getting my air conditioning fixed tomorrow. Y'all know that? I'm getting air conditioning in my car tomorrow. I hadn't had air conditioning in about how many years, Jerry? <laughs> Two? Now you three. Know. It hadn't been that long. It's been three years for real? Wow. And now you're not going to even want to use it. Oh, I'm gonna use it. I don't give it. I don't, I don't give it thirty below. I'm gonna blow me some hair. <laughs> I ain't had it so long. Yeah, it's gonna be freezing in my car. I don't care how cold well, it gets. You ain't gotta worry about me going nowhere with you. Because uh, <laughs> he can't stand the cold. All right, y'all. So that was uh, that was his song. Now here's my song. Thank you for listening to this special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. We hope the information provided will help in every possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.